to be on everyone's mind. Reverend Christopher wrote a blog in peace for this week's window, connecting home with love, as St. Paul does in his first letter to the Corinthians. Statesman Andrew Young, age 90, spoke with me about hope as resistance. Hope a necessary posture for any change to happen in our broken world. Deborah, a good friend, who writes each morning with spiritual reflection, told me that her Lenten practice this year is to fast from hopelessness. Fast from hopelessness. She offers the image of cultivating hope in even the smallest of ways. Lighting a candle, saying a prayer, making a phone call, listening to a friend. All of these are ways to cultivate hope, protect and nurture hope. In the face of so much So it's no surprise that I too went looking for hope in today's dream. You may recall the story of our forefather Abraham, called by God in his old age to go with his wife Sarai to leave their home at Haran, to leave everything behind and go to a land God promised Abram that they would have a new place to call home. Many children would be exceedingly blessed. In a wild act of faith, they actually did it. They left home and family and traveled far, far away. They set out in hope, in hope that God's promise was true. In today's reading from Genesis, we find that Abram years later, and although Abram and Sarah had followed God's call, the promise of children of this heir has not yet been fulfilled. And Abram, the original man of faith, is wondering about the whole project, and he's complaining. He and Sarai were old at the time of their original call to God, but now years later. And that much older. The idea of them having even one child, much less being responsible for as many as the stars in the sky, is laughable. So Abram was fearful about the future. Everything that he and Sarai had staked their lives on had not knows, of course, that Abram is scared and worried and fearful and needs a sign, something to see, something to tend, to cling to, and tell him, do not be afraid. In fact, in the reading, we kind 
whole sacrifice. Something that seems strange to us. So much so that if Phil had not just read it out to us here, we were reading on our own, we might just skip over that part. But let's not do it. Let's not do it. I think there's something here to pay attention to. So in the story, Abram says to God, Know that you really are going to give me a new home and those children that are going to be. And the answer was Rachel, Heifer, three years old, a female goat, three years old, a ram, three years old, and a turtle dove and a pigeon. Somehow, Abram found all those exact specific animals, rounded them up, and did it as God commanded. Brought the animals and cut them into arranging them in a very specific ritual way. Not the birds, he didn't cut them into pieces. He picked them and kind of cut them into other So we have this probably sort of messy outdoor scene of the sacrifice of animals. Abram has done what God has commanded. Somehow he trusts that God is doing something with this to show him something. This is the story of the covenant, and we know that. And as it's happening, Abram hopes that something is going on. And then this little detail makes perfect sense. Then we hear that words of prayer come to peace. So we can imagine him there waving his arms at these uncommon scavengers. We can imagine him sheltering his offering of animals in front of him and leaning over with his body. Together in the rain, 
witnessing to God's promise of resurrection as he drove away the voices of despair and death. The voices of our world that proclaim death and destruction rather than hope to resurrection. proclaimed hope this week in her very body. She was an organ donor. I know that new life, resurrected life, happened this week through that miracle of medical science and the miracle of parents' generosity always. Recipients of her gifts know for sure this week that hope is alive, that resurrection is true. And finally, it is like Jesus. Today's gospel, Jesus offers us an image of himself as a mother cat, wings outspread. And he offers himself in this picture that he paints as he speaks to the Pharisees. And he offers himself for real. Arms stretched out on the cross. He gives his body for us. A perfect sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. Life and blessing. May 
Thank you. 